It is 8 p.m., so you guys know what that means. Another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. I appreciate everyone that is tuning in from either Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Make sure you guys uh, drop a like, drop a love, or whatever wherever platform you are. Drop a like. Uh, support the channel. We really appreciate it. And as always, comments are open. You guys can ask any questions. Anything goes. You can comment on something. You can ask a question. We'll be answering that throughout the show um and make sure you guys check out built daily articles everything built in buffalo is awesome and we'll be talking about we'll, we'll talk about the uh, the bills loss to the miami dolphins on sunday and then second half of the show as we always do we'll be previewing the baltimore ravens matchup on sunday so look looking for the bills to bounce back we cannot do that without our guest stowing for from buffalo rumblings how you doing tonight my man Oh, dude, I'm uh, I'm good. It's been it's been a minute since you and I have uh, linked up. You know, yeah, it was months ago, but uh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Of course, man. Of course, man. Where can if everyone doesn't know who you are? Where can everyone find you? Social media, your show, all that stuff you do. Yeah. So uh, at Furrow Sterling uh, on Twitter, uh, BuffaloRumblings.com. I have a few written articles there. And then my show is on Sunday mornings doing the pregame show yeah. uh, called Intentional Grounding. Uh, for Buffalo Rumblings, so that's where my work is located. Yeah, guys, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at DBIC. Where's right there on? <laughs> I always mess it up right there on Twitter. I'll follow you guys back. And shout out to our sponsor of the night, Picasso's Pizza. For the best pizza in Buffalo, it's got to be Picasso's. Every night is pizza night. So shout out them. But halfway through the show, we'll give you guys our annual Picasso's Player of the Game from the Bills' loss to the Miami Dolphins. Like I said, the comment section is are open you guys can comment drop whatever you guys want dan is coming in you guys are awesome thank you thank you appreciate it that means a lot this mail go bills go bills right back at you my man so hey hold on i gotta shout out my guy dave where, where the hell is my guy dave man that's my homie dave the, you know i love all the the buff 
you know, all you guys in Built in Buffalo, man. You guys, you guys are so dope, just individuals, yeah. uh, and let alone content creators. So I vibe with all you guys. So anytime you guys want to link up, man, I'm always here for you. Yeah, and shout out Dave Myers. The reason we're, we're able to um, do this weekly or daily, whoever has your show. So appreciate Dave running Built in Buffalo, all the things you do. Lance, thank you. I want to be like you when I grow up. Thanks, Lance. I'm not saying you're not you're older than me, but okay. I, I get what you said. I appreciate it, Lance. <laughs> he's, he's a little he's a little old, little older than me. Um, Lance is Friday nights with the sit down. Um, Friday nights on Built in Buffalo Network. So you guys want to check him out if um if you're not gonna not check it out. Can you discuss the NFL concussion protocol, please? Yeah, we might we might dabber in it a little. Maybe when we break down some of the game, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But we have to get to the game. So obviously, you guys know the Bills uh, lost to the Miami Dolphins twenty-one to nineteen. Before we get to the bad from the Dolphins game, Sterling, I'm going to start with you, my man. What was the good from the Miami Dolphins game? The good, I mean, has to be that you know Josh Allen was able to move the ball up and down the field, right? When you have over 400 yards passing, uh, the way he did after, you know, they were throwing a kitchen sink at him. And and I don't know, you know, those of you at home, it's you have to know, you know, where your hot read is, uh, where your quick out is. Um, you know, you got to feel the defensive pressure and kind of deliver. So that's a tough that's very tough. And that's very bold of uh, the Miami Dolphins to, to be so aggressive with the blitz. And it paid off for them. Uh, but I'm glad it happened now. Right. Because. Yeah. We're going to be okay. So I was impressed with Josh Allen's poise uh, most of the game. Yeah, Josh Allen, obviously, to read off his stats for a second, 42 for 63, a lot of passes. I don't know if we want him throwing 63 times a game. Obviously, um, the flows of the game, that's gonna sometimes it's going to happen. Do we want him throwing 63 times a game? Probably not. That's probably not where we want to uh, position him at. 400 yards, 6 yards per pass, no interceptions. Finish with a pass rating 94. wasn't his best game of the year, but like Stone, yeah, like you yeah. said, the, the O line and was atrocious. Like they were, every time you turn to the game, there was he was running for his life, or there was an uh, somebody coming off the edge, somebody coming up the middle. There was no, nothing that the offensive line could do. And Josh Allen's running for his life, still threw two touchdowns, still 400 yards. So I would say that that was a good from the game. There wasn't a lot. I would of say the offensive line was bad though. Okay, I mean, Spencer Brown got worked. A few times, Bates right? got worked a couple Qu- times. Quisenberry got worked, but the thing is, is like when you have when you're flooding, you know, uh, those pass rush zones on the outside like that, and you're they're sending, you know, they're sending, uh, you know, DBs and Javon Holland and and you know, Melvin Ingram is a menace. He he is like the Bills' kryptonite. If you don't know yeah. if you guys have noticed this, but Melvin yeah. Ingram gives the Bills a lot of problems, but. Uh, Spencer Brown, man, he he had a, a, a very inconsistent game. But I think the O-line, I mean, six through three attempts. How many times was Josh Allen sacked? Maybe, what, two to four times? I'm not sure. Two times was he sacked? Josh Allen was sacked four times. Four times. So, I mean, for 63 attempts, only getting sacked four times and, and the completion percentage of what he had. I mean, I, I thought the O-line did their part in terms of pass protection. Now, run blocking, eh, they weren't so great there. No, the run blocking has been, I think, arguably, I think, I forgot who tweeted it. It's been probably, the, I think it's been the, statistically the worst in the National Football League. That is uh, not what you want to see. You brought in Roger Saffold, obviously, to be his, his, he's known for being a better run blocker than he's being a pass blocker. You also have Ryan Bates, who's coming off a, uh, 
um, a year where he didn't start until the second half of the year, and it was really good. You expect the run to be a little better. It, look, the Bills still average five yards per carry, but that's also always inflated, especially when Josh Allen's running. Um, but like Singletary wasn't good on the ground. Singletary was great through there. Something that I liked from the game was the use of Singletary out of the backfield. I thought that is something that the Bills have gotten away from. Well, he was not good on the ground. There's no sugar coming. It was nine carries for 13 yards. That's 1.4 yards per carry. That is obviously very poor. But Singletary, nine catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. I thought that was something that we want to – I think we want to see more of it. Cook had four catches for 37 yards. I like using the running backs out of the backfield as a weapon. I also think it was because the Bills had to dump it off so many times. I think it was just how that game worked. They gave up the short pass to the running backs instead of the deep pass to the receivers, like Gabe Davis and uh, Dawson Knox and all those guys. Um, But – yeah, I think Singletary was good out of the backfield. I thought uh, Cook was good out of the backfield. And if you flip to the defense side of the ball, the defense kind of did their thing. Like, with the amount of injuries that the Bills have right now, which is hurts. It, it's better this week with the amount of limited players that came back today, and I think it will get better as the week goes on. But going into this week, it kind of like hurt your brain to read that injured list. Like, it was just so much to process. You're just like, okay, I just have to forget about it. But they 21 points. Seven of those points were after a Josh Allen fumble inside the 10-yard line. So, there was a short field, mm-hmm. a really short field. So, they gave up 14 points. Well, Sterling, what are your thoughts on the defense this week? Uh, the defense played well. I mean, considering, you know, that many uh, starters and depth players injured and they only allowed, you know, 14 points to a, to a, one of the best offenses in the league, uh, <laughs> right? I said that because of Tua. I hate him. But uh, – <laughs> You know, I, I feel like they played their part. Uh, you got Jamarcus Ingram coming in for Christian Benford. Uh, yeah, you know, this is the guy from UB. And, and you know, McDermott's, call, McDermott's calling card is, is secondary. You know, him and Frazier really do a good job with the secondary. John Butler is another name you could throw in there. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like the defense did good. When two was getting rid of the ball in 2.4 seconds, I think it's 2.2 or 2.4 seconds. Okay. There's really not much from a pass rush perspective that you can – uh, really glean from now not having ed oliver uh you know um even jordan phillips. And, and jordan phillips up front yeah. kind of takes away from the d- dynamic ability of the pass rush ability where you can really uh get in get in uh and kind of reroute the quarterback in terms of pass lanes that he sees from inside the pocket um not having those guys really, really, uh, really hurt because you know rewatching the game prince Millie wasn't wasn't effective at all uh or uh bryant you know it just it just didn't look good up the middle and even daquan jones uh i expect a little bit more from daquan jones uh in this game and i I think they did good against the run you know they really shut down miami's run game but as far as you know getting pressure up the middle uh in the past game i just didn't see it yeah Lance coming in bates was terrible bates was not good uh spencer brown like joan mentioned a couple minutes ago he was not good um, yeah, we expect a little more out of the offensive line. I think if if you want to make excuses for it, and you could obviously, it's one, the heat was insane. So the offensive line, those are big guys. That's just they're big guys. They're gonna like that's just they're all gonna overheat, all that stuff. I'm not a, a doctor or scientist. I don't know how it actually works. But um that happens. And they a lot of people miss some time. 
throughout mm-hmm. training camp. You had Saffold with the rib injury, Brown with the back injury, Dawkins missed a period of time, Bates was injured for a little bit, Morse wasn't even starting in the game. Then Greg Van Roten got injured. Like it was just like a, it was a tough game. And the Bills forgot the stat. Um, I should have it, but how many times the Bills, how many more plays the Bills ran than the Dolphins did? It was unbelievable how many times the Bills were on the field. And the Bills had great drives in the second half. They just yeah. only mustered three points. That was the problem. If one of those drives turned into a touchdown or even a freaking field goal, like the Bills win the game and people are not losing their minds, which they should not be. It's one game. You're not the Bills weren't going 17 and now we can all breathe. Um, but yeah, like the Bills moved the ball on offense, which is a good sign. Look, if the if we went to the second half of the game and the Bills were not doing anything on offense. Like it was just three and outs, three and outs. If they looked at Justin Fields on offense or just the Jets or any of those teams, then we can come on here and be concerned and we can break it down and all that stuff. But the fact is they moved the ball down the field. They were in position to win the game multiple times. They didn't execute. The fundamentals came back and bite them. Uh, and I said this last week, some of the short yardage plays, some of that stuff didn't hurt you against the Titans because you blew them out. But when it comes to a close game, you have to execute. The Bills didn't execute. I think that's the biggest thing. The short yardage game. Like you have Josh Allen. I get it. We don't want to run him. Third and one. Get his ass in there and run him. Get a better design play. Like you, you have to do more of the fundamental short yardage. You're going to move the ball down the field. I think the Bills have no problem with that. I think the problem lies where the short yardage and all that stuff. Yeah, short yardage uh, is a recurring theme, it seems yes. like, for the past few years. And you know, having Zach, I, I, I don't really, Zach Moss, it, he really doesn't move the needle for me. No. But it all it all starts up front. And, and you know, yeah, but, I, I yeah. think we need to be patient with the whole Aaron Comer scheme. It, it's it's going to work. And, you know, they're just not winning 1v1, right? Uh, yeah. And they will. They will start to do that because this is a good offensive line. But, yeah, they, they have to shore up some of the, the, the inefficiencies there. But, you know, the only from a play calling perspective, the only ha- I had an issue with was the two inside zone plays, mm-hmm. uh, you know, first that first and second down and third down, obviously. And then Josh Allen got sacked on third down. That was an issue to me. I feel like uh, they need to utilize uh, James Cook a little more. Um, you know, yes. Josh Allen yes. missed him on a swing pass where he had a lot of room. Yes. Um so, you know, yeah, like you said, they're, they're sloppy. And someone mentioned about excuses. You know, it's not excuses. It's just, you know, when you watch this game again, you just see a missed opportunities. They beat themselves. You know, there's not a game uh, on this schedule that you go, uh, the, the Bills could beat any team, right? The Bills but, are favorite this weekend yeah, in Baltimore. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, they're going to beat themselves a lot of time. But this is the NFL. We have to remember those guys get paid, too. These are these are uh, really good coaches. And so uh, I'd much rather them lose this game to Miami. Get it, just get it out the way, and then you can come back dedicated, refocused, and strong for the Baltimore week. I don't, and, you know, before we get to the Baltimore game, I don't see the Bills losing two in a row. So I, I expect them to win this yeah. weekend. And look, this was a Miami game where the Heat was insane, and I'm not trying to make excuses. It was insane. And if you go back to the picture of the field, you can see the Miami bench was in the shade the whole day. The Bills weren't. And look. That's just what your home field advantage. That's nothing wrong with that. The Bills didn't execute. They were, they were, there was multiple chances that the Bills could have won this game. They were injury riddled. The whole team was dropping like flies. Stefan Diggs had two IVs in him. Yeah. Like two IVs. Yeah. And the Bills had a chance to kick a game winning field goal. 
Yeah, it makes me wonder: were they are they conditioned like they needed to be? Or did because we played in Miami and whooped their ass? Like, yeah, right. Why are all of a sudden are we are the are they just dropping like flies? Uh, the the weather has been fairly comparable. I went back and looked from from this year to yeah. previous years. It's kind of been the same. It was so a- you know you should. So I, I guess it goes back to conditioning, right? Yeah. Uh, were they probably weren't prepared as much no, as they I, needed to be? And they also ran a ton of offensive plays. The yeah. offense was just on the field more than not they should have been, but they were just on the field a ton. Yeah. They were just on the field a ton and cramping and all that stuff. Yeah, they probably weren't conditioned, right? And look, if Stefan Diggs has two IVs in him, then Deion Dawkins, like uh, Ryan Bates, like those guys are not in the same shape as oh yeah, Stefan Diggs, who's right looking in great shape. So yeah, that's has to be something. Lance is right. If you told me we were holding Miami to 21 points, I would sign up for that all day. Yeah. If, if you hold look, if, if the Bills hold a lot of teams to anywhere from 15 to 20 points, they're gonna win 90% of the games. They're gonna go 15 and 2 because the Bills offense is that good. And I don't think there's a lot of defenses in the NFL that could stop them. I think the Bills just stopped themselves this weekend. They gotta they get, get a running game. Stop. You gotta get a running game. Man. So we can talk about that. We're gonna get to that in a second. Oh. Um We'll go through some more comments. Um, Jordan Phillips not being there was noticeable. Yeah, we mentioned that. Joey mentioned Ed Oliver. That has obviously a factor. Ed, Ed Oliver is a great pass rusher up the middle. Facebook user loves you, Sterling. I think that's the greatest compliment ever. Facebook <laughs> user. Oh, man, much love, much love. Facebook user. Um, yeah, the O-line statistically hasn't been great. It's been more It's been more poorly on the run game, and we're going to get to that in a second. Facebook's user saving right here. Bills ran 90 plays, Dolphins 44. That's the stat I was looking for. So that's a huge, huge difference. That's half. It's half. Like it, that's insane. Those doubled the amount of plays the Dolphins ran. So Bills had chances to execute. Um, yeah, look, Van Rowan's a backup. Like he's not something special. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat. We need Mitch Morse at center. Like there's like Mitch Morse has to be healthy, and and I think he's limited this week. He has to play. Like, this is one of the guys that you cross, you look at the injury report, you're like, Poyer has to play. He has to play. We need Oliver to play. All those guys. There's some other guys that you don't fully need. You can live without for another week. Like, Jordan Phillips could be out another week. I think if Oliver plays, we'll be okay there. Um, but you need Van Roten not to be starting at center. He can fill in for a play or two, but we can't be relying um, on him. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. If it rains like summer forecasting, do these conditions favor Baltimore or Buffalo more? Baltimore. Oh yeah, ba- Baltimore can they can run the football? That's a thousand percent. It's Baltimore. It's a, but hey, yeah, yeah. When we get into the run segment, yeah. I got I got a couple. Yeah, so we can get into the run segment. Sterling, the bad from the Miami Dolphins game. So it's the run game now. You so I I had to look. You got to look at this through a vacuum because. You know, I think they ran the ball really well game one against the Rams, right, when they had to. Um, When you go to game two against Tennessee, they didn't have to run the ball. No. You see what I'm saying? Uh, But Sunday, they needed to run the ball, and they weren't able to. So I I think there needs to be more of a dedication to running the ball. I think, you know, even if you take steps – you know, and let's say by week 15, you got, you know, they're right, you know, kind of like last year, right? Yeah. Um, it took a while to get this run game going, but Devin Singletary was one of the better running backs in the league for the last six weeks, right? So I, I guess it's going to take some time, but 
they need to save themselves from having too much Josh Allen, and, and, and it's still a problem. So running the ball has to become more of a more of an emphasis. Now, when they do run the ball, you, you see them running, you know, lining up in power sets, strong eye, you know, uh, iPhone Pro or, or weak and, and stuff like that. And I appreciate, you know, it's like, okay, we're telling you we're going to run uh, and, and we're coming at you. But at the same time, it's like, okay, man, like why you, you maybe disguise to, it a little, they need to disguise it. And, and maybe, you know, run out of uh 21 personnel or, or 11 personnel so that Singletary has a light box. So you can get these guys moving in space. Like, you know, yeah. Roger Saffold, Bates and Morse, get them moving in space like, and see like what the, they can do. Like the run against the, uh, the Titans when, Dawkins was up the up the left sideline and just right. flattened two flattened right. the guy and then jumped on the guy and Cook had to yeah. get these big offensive linemen in space. They love hitting guys. Let them get a little running start and just whack a guy. Yeah, yeah. So the the running game, you know, now I I you know I do like PFF, but I think you know that they're <laughs> the Bills' offense line is. If you ask PFF, they'll say that they're one of the worst run run teams in the league. Yeah. statistically they are, but when you watch the film, it's like okay. They're not that bad. They just need no. to put more of a uh, – it needs to be more focused. So let's say this Sunday, right, mm-hmm. where it's going to be raining and, and you know, uh, no, they're going to have to be able to run the ball. Now, we have a quarterback that can throw it, you know, in throw all anything. kinds of elements. Yeah. But, yeah, it would be nice if we could control the game uh, on in the run game. And that's why we lost last week because we weren't able to control the clock. Let's say you or your, your run game's humming. I say you take that 90 plays and it's probably 60 plays. Yeah. Right? 65 plays, 70 plays. So uh it's something to to definitely I, I'm concerned, but it's something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. So I was I didn't fully watch the full game last week. I was for my internship. I'm in Providence, Rhode Island. So I was I was at the Patriots Ravens game last week for my internship, but they had the Bills game in the press box. So I was like going back and forth. I was watching the Patriots game. Ravens game live and then I was watching the Bills game I was kind of doing like a double take so I had to go back and watch the all 22 film I kind of watched like it was it was an hour shout out to Lance for giving me this NFL plus account which was awesome because I love like stuff like that so I, was, I went back and watched the all 22 film which is a cool cool feature like you, you don't really get to see it from that film I turned into like cover one for like 30 seconds um and then I realized who I was and I don't want to be cover one um no nah, I'm joking no shot at cover one uh but like, yeah, I think like you, I agree. A lot of the run plays are kind of obvious, and if they're obvious to you and me, they're obvious to NFL linebackers, right. they're like an NFL defensive corners. If, if you and I, who are, I'm not saying we don't know what we're talking about, but I trust an NFL player's opinion more than mine when it comes to NFL. Um, For sure, what, what actually goes on, so they know what's coming. They're fine. They're going to figure it out. So I agree. I think the Bills need to disguise. I think the Bills, like you said, need to run the ball more consistently. If the Bills, like, I haven't seen the Bills run like two straight run plays for like seven yards, like each seven yards. Balls, we're at the the 25, we're at the 32, and then we're at the 40. And then we're like, okay, we're good. We're good. Run the ball a couple times. Yeah. Go back to the run. I just want to see that. I, I'm, okay, it, okay, okay. Let's 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 go to wildest dreams land real quick, shall we? Because <laughs> watching other NFL teams like yeah. that with real running backs. Okay, right now we don't have a real running back. We just don't. It's like the Giants have a shitty offensive line. Do they not? 
Yeah, the, yeah, average blow. But, average, but, yeah. but but what makes the difference? Saquon Barkley. I'm not saying Saquon Barkley grows on trees. Did you see what Boomer Esiason said? Today? I saw that. I did see that. <laughs> I did see that. Are we, are we starting? But Singletary, but Singletary is he's an average to below average running back, and I think we need to get that in our heads. Like he's not a guy. No. Like like for instance, let's let's do it. Let's do an analysis here. So, Josh Allen mask, you know, uh, pass protection like pass pro because he's such a good athlete. He's six foot five can stiff arm a defensive tackle and can create with his feet to make his yes. arm even more lethal. He makes up for what a, does, a poor offensive line play outside of pass protection, right? What does Devin Singletary offer you? Really? I think we saw, I, I, the only thing I would say, I think we saw what he could do out of the backfield. I thought he was very, I love him receiving. I love out of the but no, he's look, he's not. I don't think he's Josh Jacobs. Like yeah. He's not even Josh Jacobs, and I, I think I would take Josh or like even a Joe Mixon. I think James Cook can be that guy because I really think that if the Bills want to implement him a little, a little more would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Not just easing him in, but no, I, I hundred thousand percent see where, where you're coming from. Yeah, so it, it was you know it's so it kind of goes back to last year. So you know the running backs aren't helping now. They need to get James like he's mentioned it. They need to get James <laughs> Cook involved more. I don't understand why you know. James Cook is a third running back. When Zach, he, Zach Moss, are we talking about Zach Zach Moss, bro? I'm sorry. Every time he touches the ball minus his first carry against the Rams when he fumbled, he has done something productive. Four catches for 37 yards. That's nine yards per catch. He was targeted five times, caught the ball four times. He ran the ball once for three yards. Look, this, if you want to run Singletary, good. Go ahead. I think he's our best pound-for-pound pound running back at this point. If you want to run him, I'm fine with that. And if you want to use James Cook out of the backfield as a passing pass catcher, good. But you can use but you can use James Cook often. out of the backfield. You could I do think both. Be, I think he'd be better at just running the yeah. ball out of the backfield. You could. I think they have to literally maybe let James Cook trust James Cook a tad. Just be like, you know what, James Cook, see what you got, man. If he if he stinks, you have Singletary. Go back to Singletary. But if James Cook is what we think he's going to be, and I think he's going to be very good, the Bills just have to unleash him. They're not. They're, they're holding like a, they're holding him captive. You got to unleash him. You got to use his ability. And I'm not saying you got to give the guy 20 carries a game. Right. Can I get? Ten, can I get 10 carries? Can I get 10? Catches? Yes, that'd be awesome. Right. And even if you if you if you're like you know what no I want, then we'll use Singletary. Like I don't need. I, I also hate where they go when they go away from the hot running back. That's what I don't like. Look, if Singletary has two straight runs for 12 yards, right? Each yeah. uh, whatever, right? And you're like, oh, he's moving. I don't want to see him on the bench. Right. He's clearly having success early on. If that success goes away, you make a change. But if Singletary's running the ball well and he's doing his job, don't go away from him. Like, why would right. you go away from him? Right, right. Doesn't mean you have to force feed him, but I, I don't want to see Zach Moss for the next possession. I don't I hate uh, running back by committee. And if I were Brandon Bean right now, just me, I'd release Zach Moss. <laughs> you don't think you could get something in the trade market for Zach Moss? I think we 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 gonna get a box of Josh's Jacks. Like, come on, fifth round pick. Oh, uh, now, 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 now. If you wanna, so when I heard the 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 boomer take, I'm like, yeah. I'll ship Zach Moss and a third for. Uh, Ready? Would you take a Saquon. second? Would you would you trade a second round pick for Saquon Barkley right now? I know no. he's a he's in a contract no, year. This team is you're, not, you're not gonna be able to, you're not gonna be able to resign him. No, but would you? Give up a second round. Are you going all in? If they call call you right now, we'll give you him right now. You're giving us a second round pick. That's it. 
Nothing else. Uh, I, 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 couldn't I do know it, he's not afraid. Uh, uh, the Bills just be like, here's why. Here's why. Cow. They need their draft picks for the future. I know. But, but I get it. But see, I and, know. And it's like, part of me is like, hell yeah. Hell like, yeah, because this team can win the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. I'm and Saquon Barkley is one of the best running backs when fully healthy in the National Football League, and he's super dynamic. And he wouldn't have to have a lot of carries in this oh, offense. Oh, I did. I, I don't give I him would, give Saquon well, 10 carries. That's 10 carries. That's 60 yards, 70 yeah. yards. I'm not saying well, I would no, do this. No, Maybe 50, 50 yards. Um, yeah, I'm not saying I would give Saquon second round pickup, but it, if I got a Twitter notification right now that the Bills traded the second round pick for Saquon Barkley, I wouldn't be mad. I would think this, about it, but it might come back to bite us. But who cares? We got a first and the third pick next year. I don't know. I don't care. I want to win a dang Super Bowl. I really don't no. care. So here's so I like Dave's point here. Can we kind of alluded yeah. to this? You know, Bills can't resign half their stars next couple of years, keep the draft yeah. picks. But how many times are you gonna be in this position to win a Super Bowl? Not many. And you always, right? I, I guess you're always gonna have a chance with Josh. You're Allen. always gonna have a chance. You're always but, gonna have a chance. And every, but, even week to week basis with the amount of injuries, you're gonna have a chance with Josh Allen. But then but then you know, part of me is like Dave's okay, no fun. Dave's look, no fun. That's not fun, Dave. If I, I were to, if I were to lose both safeties, I'd be okay with that. I, I don't yeah. want to. If I, yeah. if I if I were to lose Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier in the next year, right? Yeah, I'd be okay with that because they're replaceable. Yeah, and look, Micah Hyde's on has another year. I mean, I don't. I love the players. But yeah, but and Micah Hyde does a year. good job with the secondary. I, yeah. You can afford to not pay them. I mean, I'm sorry, and but Micah Hyde has another year in his contract, so you wouldn't yeah. even have to revisit that if he comes back fully healthy from the neck injury. Then you got a first round pick with. You can use a safety first round pick, but you and know, then the, save your third round. Well, the fact not, that we're still talking about this, just use James Cook. Use James Cook, and if if maybe if maybe they will. Um, Dave Myers was the Facebook user, so for some reason that did not show up. <laughs> um, let me go through some of the comments before I get to the next topic, which is our Picasso's player of the game. Um, yeah, look, Matt, we we're not hating on Devin Singletary. We just know what he is. Um, and another thing is. We can talk about this for two hours. This situation. If the Bills aren't going to resign Devin Singletary, which they're not, there's I don't I'm I'm ninety five percent confident that they're not. You got to get Cook the ball because he can't go into next year with Moss and Cook, not knowing what James Cook is. I'm fine with that. If James Cook's second half was incredible and was the guy we think he's going to be, yeah, who cares? Then we're cool. Right. But if if it's this committee for the whole year, you you can't do that because then you're going to next year with two inexperienced or two running backs that you're not fully confident in just yet. And we're not confident in Moss. And then obviously James Cook, we don't know. So you can't do that. Brian, sorry, I'm late. What's up, gentlemen? No worries, my man. Yeah, a little shots fired to cover one. No worries, man. No worries. Shots. <laughs> I like cover one. Yes, I know, Roy. There's there's a lot of good Bills content at it. cover one. I know. I'm not. not I like some guys. That, David Tilton from cover one. I love. Um, yeah, I've had. Um, What's the air raid hours had me on a couple times? Nothing gets covered. I was totally joking <laughs> because we know what they do with their analysis on all 22, and they do a good job on that in that sense. But yeah, if you want to do Buffalo Rumblings and Built in Buffalo, stick with that. Um, and any, actually, anything you want. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't want to start bashing people. Just say it with your whole chest, bro. Just say I don't want to start. Whole chest. I just want to start bashing people. Like, just be like, you know what? Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do. Do whatever you want, but built in Buffalo, guys. Built in Buffalo's. 
Um, let's see. You can get an able align with a mat a moss trade straight up. I don't know if somebody's uh, gonna get no, there's yeah, too you're not they're not giving up old linemen like that. There's too many teams that have worse offensive line than us. There's just not enough offensive linemen to go around in the National Football League. Like, there's just not. So, yeah. That's why Greg Vogt and Van Roten's playing snaps for us. Like, yeah. There's nothing, if we didn't have to play him, we wouldn't. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Dave, I know you're. I know you're the Facebook user. What about a second and third for McCaffrey? No. No. He's, he's He was injured again today. He's, yeah, he was, he was I, out of I can't, bro. He's on my stinking fantasy team. Why? Why have McCaffrey and Cook? They have the same, no. some of the same ability. No. Um, I'm not doing that. You know, I, 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 he's injured all the time, I and mean, we can't rely on him. Yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, I think we're done with the Dolphins game. Um, we could talk about Saquon Barkley. I know, yeah, Brian, issue eleven players. Yeah, that didn't really help the situation. That uh, they were close to calling me and Sterling up to play on Sunday. That's how close. Oh, yeah, dog. They were that. They got to that point. We had a problem. Um, hey, I get in there, bro. <laughs> I get worked. <laughs> what position? She put me at at D tackle, D in, or something, bro. I'm getting in there, bro. Nah. They, they would kill my. They would kill me, dog. <laughs> yes, they would. They, they would kill me. <laughs> they would kill all of us. Before we get to the Ravens game, I just want to present. Uh, I forgot to lead with this. Um, two things. One, Christian Wilkins is a dirty player. I think I've come to that conclusion. Uh, in this, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to it. He was a dirty Say it player. With the chest. Say it with the chest, bro. He's a dirty player at Clemson, grabbing other players. You know what? He's done that multiple times in uh, the NFL. He's tried taking shots at Josh Allen. Josh Allen gets a 15 yard penalty for ripping his helmet off after Christian Wilkins grabs. You know what? And you guys know what I'm talking about. Go back and watch highlights. Christian Wilkins, what are you doing, man? Why are you grabbing other people's, you know, like private parts? Like, what are you doing? It's weird. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, I'm going to say this, and not ain't nobody saying this, but Josh Allen is no saint, bro. No, he's not a saint. Josh no. Allen be out there talking mad no, junk. But dude. he's not grabbing other guys. He's stuff. not. But Josh <laughs> Allen, he, he be he be warranting that smoke too, man. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, I don't, but like, Christian Wilkins has taken some shots at Josh Allen. They've, they've talked their trash over here, but Christian Wilkins yeah. has grabbed people's junk in college. Yeah, I don't understand that, bro. What like, why doing? are you so fruity like that? <laughs> Like stop, stop, bro. Just stop. It's it's a weird, weird, it's a weird thing. And one more thing. If you think Ken Dorsey, because I want to talk about Ken Dorsey's reaction, and I saw that reaction, it was crazy. But that was all of our reactions when that didn't happen. And Josh Allen is is correct in this statement, basically saying that he it shows that his the coach cares about winning. It shows that the coach cares about his players, care about the team, and care about the winning, and has the same attitude as this fan base and as everybody that supports this team. So if I hear another person in the beat, in national media, says that's a horrible look, and if I keep hearing that, I'm going to lose my mind. That is not a horrible look. I would rather my coach react that way because he wants to win. It didn't go well, and he's pissed. He didn't like hurt anybody. He threw a Microsoft tablet down and some paper. Like he was pissed. Obviously, wouldn't you, were you guys not pissed? So if I hear us another player say that's a bad look for Ken Dorsey and it's a bad look for the Bills, you know why it's not a bad look? Because the players loved it. That's all that matters. Oh, that's yeah, all yeah. that matters. Sean McDermott 
was a said the politically correct answer, and I get it. Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott, he's the head coach, he's the face of the franchise, basically in the coaching uh, reins. He has to say what he has to like. Obviously, we talked to Dorsey, we don't always want that, but you had no problem with it. Don't take that to mean Sean McDermott's mad at Ken Dorsey because he's not, not at all. So Ken Dorsey's reaction to that play to the end of the game was exactly what my reaction was. I'm assuming Sterling's. I'm assuming every Bills fan because they were pissed that they lost that game, a game that they should have won, and it shows that he cares about the team. And listen, we live in this era of cancel culture, and everything has to be oh so fire and PC. We they're playing football, yes, at, football. at the very highest level. There is emotions. Like if you're not emotional, it's not like he was yelling at a player. He wasn't yelling at other coaches. No. He just simply took his game plan and he shoved it where the sun don't shine. He was pissed. That's so, it. Was, so was everyone. Like, there's nothing wrong. And if there was no cameras rolling in the in the booth, then nobody would have any idea. This is they're playing a game. This is a, the National Football League is a game, if you guys don't know, where people hit each other and tackle each other and beat up each other for 60 minutes every week. People should be more appalled at uh, Christian Wilkins grabbing another man's hoo-ha. Yes, but no, but Ken Dorsey threw a bunch of paper down because he was mad the last play didn't work. Yeah, you want him to be happy and be like, ah, it's okay. You want him to be like, you know what? We lost the game. We should have won, and we didn't execute at the end. I'm all good. No, you want him to be mad. You want He didn't hurt anybody. He didn't punch the the coach next to him in the face. Like, like, people are – they they gotta look look with the bills they they're gonna find and nitpick a narrative they they need stuff to talk about so you know as long as you know whoever's listening out there you keep that in focus keep that in mind when you read these stories and and this or that yeah now again if you want to talk about the matter riser thing okay you got something to talk about right legal issue (laughs) right but but crumpling paper and and hitting a can't get out of here dude like stop no no. he showed emotion raw emotion of because he was mad because he yeah they didn't execute. Cool. Sounds good. That's what I want from my coach. We're well, mad too. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't want him doing it every game because it costs us like games, plays, and stuff like that. But I want him to show emotion. I want to show that he cares about winning. That's what we want from this team. We want to win games, and the coaches um, preach the same thing. So be, be mad about Josh Allen taking off Christian Wilkins' yeah. helmet. Be yeah. mad about that because that costs you 15 yards. Yeah, or be mad about, about the Bills getting. I forgot it was a Waddle Hill run up the run up the middle and the safeties couldn't get there. Right about the actual fundamentals of the game. Not yeah. some guy being mad because they didn't win the game. Okay. Right. Um, before we get to the Ravens game, I don't want to run out of time. Sterling, you're Picasso's player of the game. And once again, Picasso's for the best pizza buffalo. It's gotta be Picasso's. Every night is pizza night. What is your Picasso's player of the game, my man? Oh man, it, it's Greg Rousseau, man. Greg uh, Rousseau. You know, I think he had, you know. A sack was almost two sacks in this game. Well, two sacks sack and a half. Sack sack and a half. half. So, uh, you know, he was he was dynamite, man. He was dynamite. Uh, you know, he had some some hurries, um, quarterback hits. You know, Greg Rousseau is just he's been a beast so far um, in this season. In this game, he played well, man. You know, uh, I think I was looking at PFF and he had a uh, like a eighty nine point two pass rush rate. But that's elite. Right and a and a, about a seventy six uh you know run defense race so he he's having a hell of a season and I think he played really really well um on Sunday so I would say that Greg Rousseau is my player of the game he he was he was doing yeah. this thing man like that you know he he's so good at stopping the run on the outside with that length it, it's incredible he's one of the best young 
uh, run-stopping defensive ends in the game right now. Yeah, he's sixth in the NFL in sacks currently. That's a huge step up from year one to year two. So that's something that the Bills, him and Von Miller on the outside, it's going to be awesome. That's what the Bills need. Um, My Picasso's player of the game, Kair Elam. Ooh. 25 coverage snaps against the Dolphins, only allowed two receptions and 10 yards. This is the guy that was talked about. Obviously, Christian Benford was starting over him, and we wish Christian Benford a speedy recovery. He'll be back in about four to six weeks because we need him because he was very good to start the year. But he was starting over Elam. There was a lot of talk. Is Elam not the guy and all that fun stuff? He showed against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, whoever he was matched up against, that he is the guy and that he was very um, looked like an experienced corner out there, and that's exactly what we need um, from Kyoma. While we're waiting for Dane Jackson to come back, he was practicing today, which is great. While we're waiting for Trey Wade to come back from the pup, and obviously Christian Benford um, in about a month for him, month and a half. But Kyrie, um Picasso's player of the game, 25 covered snaps, two receptions allowed, and only 10 yards. That's what I like out yeah. of my first round rookie. So keep it up, my man. That's what we need. And once again, guys, Picasso's for the best pizza in Buffalo. It's got to be Picasso's. Every night is pizza night. So without being said, um, some key matchups versus the Ravens. Stirring any anything that pops to you as we look ahead towards the Ravens game on. So. Yeah, uh, it's going to be Rashad Bateman versus Kyrie Elam. Yeah, okay. you know, uh, Rashad Bateman watching the watching the tape, you know, he's really good uh, in single coverage. He mm-hmm. does a really good job of changing speeds through his routes. Um, and he's he's Rashad Bateman is a good young player. So I want to see, you know, Kyrie Elam's calling card is being sticky in coverage in terms of like press coverage. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I want to see how he holds up. You know, Kyrie, Elam's a, he's a bigger corner. Rashad Bateman is a bigger wide receiver. So this will be a really good matchup. Yeah, a, a thousand percent. I saw Bateman live this past weekend, and he was he was explosive. He was very explosive throughout the slot, throughout the outside. I think the Patriots defensive backs are not as good as um, they used to be. I'm trying to pull up the Ravens stats from uh, last what, 37-26 win over. The Patriots last week, and obviously Mac Jones got injured in that game, but it was also Mac Jones throwing the ball three times to the Ravens. Like, he, that was a huge factor. But yeah, Bateman, two catches for 59 yards. So yeah, he hasn't been that consistent six to seven catch guy, but he's been the explosive play. Yeah. You know, defense, you yeah. want to give up that explosive play. Another matchup that I, that's very intriguing. That's going to be Matt Milano versus Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, eight catches. 89 yards and two touchdowns was targeted 13 times. Mark Andrews is probably just slid himself probably in the second best tight end in the NFL ahead of like George Kittle, Darren Waller, right behind Kelsey, in my opinion. I think he nah, he's not better than George Kittle. You when don't think when George Kittle's healthy, no. no. But no. George Kittle hasn't been healthy in a long time. That's the problem. That's the he's problem. not better than Kittle. Kittle's okay. a he's a he's a dog. Kittle, Kittle can Kittle. do he can block in he can block. Uh I mean he he can he the routes, the all the things. No, I think Kittle, Kittle is, is I think Kittle's tremendous. I just haven't Kittle hasn't been healthy. That's the problem. Right, right. Kittle. That's but why yeah. I preface it when healthy. Yeah, okay. That's that's totally fair. Mark Andrews is he's good. He's, he's, he's top he's top five. He's a guy that you're gonna have to uh game plan on because the Ravens weapons aren't scary. They're not a huge like weapon team. They're not Waddle and Hill. 
Mark Andrews, you have to deal with. Bateman's good, but Bateman still has a lot to prove. I think I agree. Mm. I think Bateman's been very good this year, but he doesn't strike fear in me like Tyreek Hill did or Jalen Waddle. And then Dunervay, eh. J.K. Dobbins is still coming back from an injury. The biggest thing is Lamar Jackson. Dude's playing at an unreal yeah. 18 for 29, 218 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, but also rushed for 107 yards and a touchdown. The Bills, what we did in that playoff game two years ago, 2020 divisional round, as you kept him in the pocket, you got to keep him in the pocket. Tremaine Edmonds is going to be, and Milano will be very important this weekend. Yeah, so I, I want to see, hopefully Poirier's back, because that's going to help negate yeah. um, Mark Andrews a little bit. I think Mark Andrews will get about 60, 70 yards and maybe a touchdown. Um, but this is where Milano and Edmonds, this is where they shine, because Milano and Edmonds are two of the best coverage linebackers in the league. And, you know, when you got a six foot five Tremaine Edmonds prowl in the middle, you know, Lamar Jackson, he wants to hit Andrews over the seam right up the middle between the numbers. And so the Bills have to protect between the numbers on, on the on the defensive side of the ball. So if if those two linebackers come to play and, and they just kind of slow down Mark Andrews, uh, they're going to have a hard time putting up points on the board against yes, the Bills yes. defense because, you know, for some reason, you know, the Bills have kind of found they kind of know what works against Lamar Jackson in terms of the defensive think. scheme because the Bills play a lot of zone, right? And so, you know, basically you're asking Lamar Jackson to, to make his reads pre-snap and know where he's going with the ball because you're going to have to fit the ball in tight windows. And Lamar can do that, you know, uh, but now you got – you know, you, you're going to have um, Oliver, hopefully Oliver's back, but you're going to have our edges are set. Man, we had some issues on the edge, you know, the past few years. But now, you know, with Greg Rousseau and, and Von Miller, those edges are set. You think Von Miller hasn't seen a scrambling quarterback before? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think they're going to be able to contain. I, I will tell you this right now. Lamar Jackson will not get over 100 yards rushing against the Bills. Will not. Yeah. And look, I agree with you. Like Mark Andrews. And Bateman, there's not they don't have a ton of weapons. Like this team isn't loaded with weapons. Um, Dumervay's their second receiver on the team right now. Dobbins is still coming back from injury. They really don't have a legit running back um at this point. I know Hill had six carries for 60 yards, but I think the Patriots defense is atrocious. Like I think they're atrocious on defense. And I saw it firsthand and I I went I was at Patriots practice today. Like I and I I see them, they're just not a good defensive team. Um <laughs> They're really not. No, they're not. No Say it with your chest, bro. Say they're it not. with your whole they're chest. They're not a good defensive team. They gave it at all, and they've and now the Patriots have other problems. They got Mac Jones injured, and they're going to Green Bay with Brian Hoyer as their quarterback. So have fun. Um, yeah, you can't let Lamar just run all over you because it will. It just creates it just so much more havoc on the defense if Lamar's mm-hmm. doing this thing on the ground. Well, Lamar throws for two hundred yards and like a touchdown or two, you're going to be fine. That's not going to hurt you. It's him rushing for 107 yards in the touchdown is what hurts you. The Bills, and this is what the Patriots did on Sunday. They gave up too many big plays. The Patriots were good when throughout the game, like defensively. They weren't bad, but when it came to the big play, they consistently, consistently, consistently gave it up. Right. You, and I think you have to make the Ravens march down the field. They're more, Ravens are a big play offense, in my opinion. They're more of a... Because Bateman's a big play receiver. Mark Andrews, like they don't have like a just a guy, like um what's the word? Like just a I guess Stefan Diggs in the sense of that. They don't have that. They're more of a, a big play receiver. If you make the Ravens 
third and long. If you make them march down the field slowly, it just takes them out of their game. The Patriots did not, and they just got run over with the big plays. He cannot give with the big plays with the Bills defense. Yeah. Having Poyer back would be huge. Um, hopefully he comes back. Maybe even Dane Jackson. He was practicing today. Like, yeah, limited you know, today. So yeah, he was practicing. That looks good. He might. The limited. It's getting better. The injuries. Knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood. Um, because I, the injuries are killing me. Because you just don't want to see that. And obviously it's just tough. Um, but yeah, the big play has to be a factor. Flipping on the other side of the ball. How about the Ravens defense? That Ravens defense gave up 26 points to the Patriots. And Mac Jones also threw three interceptions. So Mac Jones, they still scored 26 points and gave up three interceptions. They got troused by the Dolphins, who the Bills have a better offense than the Dolphins. I don't care what anybody says. They do. This Ravens defense, and more likely the secondary, is atrocious. If the weather can't, doesn't want to have to be a pain in the you-know-what, which it might be, and we're gonna, it's going to be annoying, the Bills should be able to throw the ball all over the Ravens secondary. Yeah, uh, you know, the Ravens' defense is about playing man coverage, and they, they want to blitz, right? Have, and have so fun. you better not do that against Stephon no. Diggs. And I would say even Gabe Davis. No, uh, you, you know, can't play man to man coverage against you, the you, You're going to – so when you force them to play zone is when they're going to have some issues. Um, you know, they, they got they got guys who could take the ball away, right? Marcus Peters, but he's, he's on his last leg. He also, I don't think he practiced today. Uh, yeah, check on that. And then Marlon Humphrey's still a good corner, but you know, you still got some holes in that secondary, man. Uh, Marcus May is really good, but you know, you, you got to use Kyle Hamilton, who's green and you, you know, you got another rookie back there. Uh, it's going to be hard, you know? So if I'm the bills, I mean, I'd spread them out. I would really, I would really stress that defense and spread them out. You know, I, who's going to guard me? Who's going to cover McKenzie in the slot? Yeah. No, or Crowder. Yeah. You know, you want to go four wide receiver or three wide and a running back in the, in, you know, in a outside with James Cook. I would stress them. I would stress that defense. Open up some pass lanes for Josh Allen since they want to play man. You should, I, you know, the dagger concept should work. Uh, you should see some levels uh, working, some deep overs and stuff like that. Those are the kind of things. If you go back and watch the the Miami game last year when they played in Miami. You know the Miami Dolphins tried to try to do some of that stuff. You know, play that that man coverage, and the Bills, you know, killed them with over routes. You know, um, so I want that's what you're gonna see if they come out. You know, if you if you get them to play zone, great because they're not good playing zone. But if they come out here trying to play man, the Josh Allen's gonna carve them up all day. Yes. yes. Um, Clayus Campbell was arrest, so he did not practice. J.K. Dobbins was a limited participant with his chest. Justin Houston did not practice with a groin injury. Um, Marcus Peters was did not practice with rest, but it also said rest slash knee. So he might be dealing with a knee injury. Usually, when like I mean, Von he's Miller, older, you know what I'm saying. So he like, probably is. <laughs> but like, but why? But like, you know how Von Miller was a rest day. Clayus yeah. Campbell was a rest day. There's no nothing next to it. It's just says rest. Yeah, Wednesdays are typically veteran rest right. days yeah. for some. So if you want to see if Marcus Peters might not play this weekend, what is his participant Thursday and Friday? Like that's right. when you want to. Um, and nothing else really uh, stands out to me. Yeah, Knox, Roy's coming in. Knox could be. I want to see a big game from Dawson Knox. It doesn't have to be 120 yards. Give me 50 and a touchdown, Dawson. Give me 50 and two touchdowns. Let me, let me, let me, let's, let's use Dawson Knox a little. I think yeah. the Bills have to, I, for some reason, I felt like when the Bills were on offense this week, they were panicked. They were just like in a panic mode every time. 
this could be totally wrong. I think the Bills need to settle down a little offensively, kind of do their thing, get it to their playmakers. I think you could clearly tell last week. I think Gabe Davis was a little still banged up from the ankle yeah. injury. I think he's. I think he'll be fine this week. He still should have caught that ball in the end zone. Yes, no excuses for that. Matt, that's not his ankle, but everything else is could blame his ankle. Matt Milano should have caught that pick six. No excuses for that. I saw Milano today in practice on the jug machine. Let's get going, man. You got to make that catch. You got to. You got to. We got to flip the field. Even if you don't return it, you flip the field. Like I don't. Like, you get the ball, Bills back on offense in plus territory. Um. Yeah, that's going to be a match. I think Knox could have a field. I don't love this Raven secondary. Even their edge rushers, especially if Justin Houston doesn't play. Clay's Campbell is still a pain. You know what? He injured Mac Jones. He took him out by his ankle. So Clay's Campbell, stay away from Josh Allen, dude. Don't, don't No funny business over there. Um, and <laughs> We don't want any of that because Mac Jones was – Mac Jones is out for a while right now. And, yeah, he went out his ankle. So you could say if that was dirty or not. I don't It doesn't really matter to me. But – you, Bills want to do their thing, key matchups versus the Ravens. I think the secondary against the Ravens is – the Ravens secondary is anything special. Any no. concerns you got, Sterling, heading into Yeah, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson is playing like one of the best quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. in the league. You know, I mean, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen. Two best quarterbacks, yeah. Um, you know, are, are we going to be able to answer the call on defense? You know, I mean, I know what we think should happen, but, you know, you got to – hey, eight is different. You know he can yeah. out he can outrun your your contain. Yeah. You gotta you keep know, you gotta keep him contained. Set in the edge. Make and him Rousseau. make him make plays with his arm, and he's been able to do that. That was one of the things you know from the playoff game to now. This is a big difference that he's able to to make plays with his arm. So uh, you know with an approved throwing from Lamar Jackson, can the Bills do enough to contain him? Uh, I think they do, but I don't think Lamar is going to pop off. But I'm just talking. You know, they, they're the ones that got to do it. So, yeah. And I think setting the edge with Von Miller and Russo. Look, Lamar Jackson had a very good game through the air 218 yards, four touchdowns, 18 for 29. That's a solid night. The problem is, I'm fine with that fourth passing touchdowns. We can't give up four passing touchdowns. But um, the problem is, he had 170 yards on the ground. You can't do that against Lamar. You got to make him a consistent passer. Take him out of the game that he's more comfortable with. He's so dangerous when he can run efficiently and then have the ability to pass. But he's yeah. not just a pure drop-back pass. That's just not who he is. And there's no knock on him. I think he's a great quarterback. But that's just not who he is. you got to make the opposing team's quarterback something that he's not. He's yeah. not a drop-back passer. The edge is perfect how you got to set that. So is Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano. And I trust those linebackers. I trust this defense. I know the injuries are scary. I know losing Benford again, that's annoying. But Dane Jackson's practicing, and Tampa Neal's coming in. That's amazing Dane Jackson's practicing. That's amazing yeah. that Dane Jackson might play on Sunday. Yeah, There's a good yeah. chance he plays on Sunday. There is. If he's a limited participant and running through team drills, he might play on Sunday. It's yeah. just maybe him. I don't think he's in any pain anymore. Like what I've said, I think it's just confidence at this point. Like, being a bit ability to get hit again. I don't even He's know if it's that. I don't even know if it's that to be honest, be man. I, I, yeah, they, they, I think, you know, when the injury happened, I think protocol and we know how this team handles injuries, they're, they're oh, going to be extra aware. And so, you know, uh, him him coming out didn't play last week. I think he's probably on track to play. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's uh, huge. Right. You know, and so that's a big time. I mean, I think if you can get Ed Oliver back. Yes. And, um, and Poyer, but I'm just speaking from a defensive line perspective. Oh, and yeah. you can get pressure, 
you can get organic pressure up the middle and force Lamar Jackson outside, right? To, to make him make a play throwing the football, I think you funnel him right into to Ed Oliver and you, I'm not Ed Oliver, but uh, Von Miller and you and funnel Russo. him to Russo. Yeah. That, that, I think that, you know, rush four, drop seven. Yeah, Roy's right. Dane was just dealing with some soreness. I think Dane's going to play Sunday. I think Poyer plays Sunday. I really do. I think if it was, if last Sunday was the Super Bowl or anything like that, he yeah. was playing. I think he was in the game. I think Ed Oliver was playing if that was happening. Um, I really do. Jordan Phillips is not playing. Even McDermott basically said it this week. He's a week to week, hopefully, for the, the, what's the following game? Pittsburgh game. That's what they're hoping for. Um, but Jordan Phillips. You can um, keep him out of Pittsburgh and have him come back for uh, yeah, Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, if you really wanted to do that, if you wanted to be careful. I Mitch Morris needs to play. He's a limited participant. Yeah, he, he, needs, he needs to play. He needs to play. I was a little disappointed that he got that he did not play. Yeah, I was when I saw that injury report or the inactives, and I saw Mitch mm-hmm. Morris. Ooh, one before we get to the game predictions, I know you got to get out of here in nine, and I don't. I got some stuff to do as well. Can we activate Kaloshik here? It'd be, it'd be nice. Can we do it? I know. What is it? Week two, we activated him. Can we yeah. activate him? Jay Krumo's injured, right? Yeah, he's out a while. That Kumaro's been actually not that bad in the receiving game. He really hasn't. I don't want to see Jay Kumaro in the receiving. Game. I want to see Khalil Shakir. I want to see Khalil Shakir. Give me Khalil Shakir. I also want to see Isaiah McKenzie get the ball more. I I, I, want, I want not in not just passing him. If the short yardage isn't working, like it hasn't really worked, can we get an end around? Can we get something? What do dynamic? They did it. They did it last week. I don't want to see McKenzie do that. I want you know? the damn running backs. To wake their ass up and, and actually gain How yardage. Pass. How about a screen pass? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. I think we got to get him involved. I want crowd of the ball more. I, I just think I want to see Shakira. Dawson Knox, like you mentioned. Get the yeah, – he, yeah. He's paid top five tight end. It, I it, need it, to see him produce. It, it doesn't even have to be yards for Dawson Knox. It really doesn't. It's all about the touchdowns with him. We need him to be a legit red zone target. Um. But if Shakir's inactive this on Sunday, I'm going to lose my mind. He has to be active. He's another dynamic weapon you have. Why would you not activate him? Why? Tell me in what planet he's not activated. That's McDermott, dude. How many, like, the, I get it. You're dealing with injuries in the defensive back. I get that. I totally get that. I don't need to see Jake Coomer. I really don't. No, I don't need to see And him. now he's injured. So I, I love Isaiah Hodgins. I think he – but – I don't love him. I, whatever. Isaiah Hodgins a cool guy, I think. I don't know. I don't want Isaiah Hodgins active and Shakir inactive. <laughs> I don't want to say love Isaiah Hodgins when he's done literally nothing for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> um, but everyone loves him. Wall of Fame, baby. But I need Shakir yeah. active. I think I think we uh, – oh, quickly before we get to the game predictions, what about Xavier Rhodes? He is he active on Sunday? He's his own uh, corner. He fits the scheme he, perfectly. Yeah, he would know the terminology and the language. Yeah, uh, I have no problem he, with him not knowing. Yeah, he'll be I fine. mean, he really hasn't done much. Uh, he was injured last year. Yeah. Before that, he played NFF well. gave him a good grade in 2020. Like, he was yeah, very- so, I mean, at this point, yeah, like Oprah gives out houses and cars. I mean, shit, we need to get uh, Xavier Rhodes in there if if, if we're still going to be – if Dane Jackson can't go, I, I, we need to see Xavier Rhodes. If Dane Jackson's playing and so is Kyrie Lam, I don't mind Xavier Rhodes being that third corner just to f- throw the veteran in once in a while. Yeah. Because I think he has valuable assets. I think he's his own corner. That's his strong suit. He knows the Frazier system, so that's not like a problem for him. And we play a lot of zone. 
he's the perfect fit for being the stopgap corner. Look, he's not yeah. Xavier Rhodes from five, six years ago. Nobody's saying yeah. that, but he's better than. I um, can't wait to get Trey White back, man. I need it. He's better than Jamarcus Ingram. No offense to Jamarcus Ingram. He's better than Jamarcus yeah. Ingram. Before we get out of here, my man, game predictions. Who do you got this weekend? And give me your score. Uh, Bills 31-20. Bills 31-20. Yeah. Ooh. Who's not who's not scoring on who's not scoring on oh, this Ravens? Oh, I think they'll score in 31. I think the Ravens get to 24. Man, I think if the Bills are doing what they're supposed to do, I don't see them getting past 20 points. Yeah, let's hope the Bills are doing what they're supposed to do. So you got 31-20. I got 31-24. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Sterling, once again, where can everyone find you, man? Social media, your show, all that. Yeah, uh, you can, there's my handle there, at Furrow Sterling on Twitter. You can find my work. I have written content and to do a pregame show at Buffalo Rumblings. Uh, that show is on Sunday mornings, a couple hours before the Bills kick off. Uh, you can find me there, and uh, I'll be doing some NFL draft content starting up real soon. So, uh, Ooh, draft look- yes, sir. I'm already chopping. Uh, you I know. love the draft. I'm the yeah. draft guy. I'm the draft guy built in Buffalo. Yeah. I'm, so, so yeah. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be around, man. Yeah, guys. Make sure you guys check all that out. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at DBIC Peter every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Next Wednesday, we'll be breaking down the Bills, hopefully, victory over the Baltimore Ravens, as well as getting you guys ready for the Bills Steelers game. Make sure you guys follow Built and Buffalo on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We just hit 57,000 followers on hey, Facebook. Hey. That is awesome. And as well as Instagram and BuiltinBuffaloNews.com for written content almost daily. Bruce, why can't I ruin my nightmare? Hodgins will be out. No, I don't want to hear it, Bruce. I don't want to hear it. Um, Bill Roy's coming to Bills 21 17. My girlfriend's coming in. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go. That's a good way to end it, guys. I am Peter DeBiase. He was Sterling Farrell. I'll be back next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Breaking tables tomorrow night, 8 p.m. And hopefully, we'll be breaking down a Bills win next week. As always, go Bills.